0: this. Okay, and let's do this. Yeah, okay. Today's podcast is brought to you by Drinkers Like You. To help support the show, visit Patreon.com/slash Have a Drink Show.
1: Jonathan Walker, Johnny to his friends, has been making Scotch for hundreds of years. It was probably your first Scotch, whether it was red, black, or blue. Honestly, it feels like the Budweiser of Scotch. You'll find it anywhere. Everyone's had it. And is there really much more to this brand than the marketing? We'll look at all that and more. And it should go without saying, but we'll, we'll have a drink. <sighs>
0: To have a drink, the show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany
2: Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price. Hello. Hey everybody. Howdy.
3: I was I was working real hard trying to figure out what a middle name for Jonathan Walker would be. Close closest thing I could think it would be like it had to be something silly. It'd be like Olivia. Jonathan Olivia Walker.
2: Francis. You just need the most Scottish middle name you could ever think of. Angus. (laughs) Angus was the first thing (laughs) I came up (laughs) with. Jonathan Angus Walker.
3: Angus is the name of Australians.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Haggis. Haggis. Jonathan Haggis. Oh, Seamus. 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 Uh, It's more Irish. Oh, it's Irish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. Oh, okay. Well, as we see a little bit later on. The names don't go into left field; like they're just <laughs> Elizabeth John, and really? Alexander, and like it just,
1: yeah. Because the third word in my section, I'm <laughs> trying to look up and see how it's spelled, how it's pronounced. Well, I, I meant like people names, not. Oh yeah, the yeah. city will get you. People
0: the... name like the rest of it is Scottish AF, and we
2: we're all doomed. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> How's everybody right. been? How's everybody... Yeah, yeah,
3: been all right all right. It was a uh, it's craft beer week here in Lexington
4: hmm. ah. this week.
3: Uh, I went down to uh, to Ethereal for the first time in a bit. My mm. uh, they uh, <laughs> uh, I have taken lately to to going to Void all the time on my Fridays because <laughs> I know the brewer and when you know the brewer hmm. you feel the need to go there all the time
2: and you you tend but, to get complimentary drinks sometimes so uh,
3: I mean only once when I brought them beer
2: mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you try I, to I, support your friend who's a brewer and they just kind of won't let you <laughs> there's that yeah I, I, I just feel bad when I
3: don't pay for it because I'm like no like. but anyway um, but we were down at Ethereal where some of them also work um <laughs> And uh, they were doing uh, sake bombs. Oh, uh. they were doing the the messenger, a hot version of the messenger, which was being uh, it was in a giant Moscow mule pitcher, heated up in a heated up in a, a an immersion tank thing.
0: I, and they would pour no. out
3: they would pour out shots of that, and then you would uh, drop it into their uh, their rice beer the. Crispy boy, mm. and uh you were supposed to chug it.
0: I'm not here for any of. I'm
3: these. not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not in my 20s. They're like, you want to do it? You want to do bombs? I was like, just give me the crispy boy. I can't. You can give me the sake on the side, but I can't. I can't do that anymore, man.
0: That, that's a too. Old, I'm too old for this shit. Kind of moment.
3: <laughs> well, it was also like by the time they they I saw like I could get the bomb, I was also like a couple beers in. I was like, I gotta drive home. <laughs> uh, like I'll be here another couple hours, but if I do that, I'm gonna have to get a lift, and I don't wanna have to get a lift back to get my car. So no.
0: Mm. <laughs> I always got the Cat Williams thing in my head, like I got shit to do today. <laughs> 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 like,
3: but it was good to be down down in again, getting getting some stuff. They 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 brought back some a couple old favorites. They had uh they had one called the uh, the the thick boy, which I want to try to get down there sometime soon to to try that. Uh, apparently, it was a uh, uh, it was like sixteen percent or something, I believe. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I heard about a little bit of how that got made, and I uh, I'll tell Casey about that off 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 stream because I was like, mm-hmm. it feels feels more like like I was hearing it like from the brewer perspective, like. I'm not gonna talk about that on stream. That, <laughs> uh, but no, it was a it was a good time. And then the week, bef- just the week prior, they had a uh, fellowship meetup at Void where uh, I ran into uh, some some nice gentleman, his wife, and uh, twin twin toddlers.
0: <laughs> oh, how did the twins react in that environment? That's what I need to know.
1: Um, they. they... Immediately earned terminal degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I was
3: I was gonna say they they played with Bob for for a good while, taking my hat on and off, and uh, they made play, it to the and, Koji table and... and and playing doctor.
1: Yeah, uh, that was the that was the joke with the, the terminal degree was they were playing oh yeah, doctor. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, because they were <laughs> they had utensils set up everywhere. You couldn't see them, but they were utensils. Hmm. All right, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They had a they had a new sake out. It was um, surrender. It was made with. Uh...
1: It was that locally was the... picked berries.
3: Yeah, that was the berry one because they also had the milk of the void on as well, and that was the one made with squid ink as well, lemon and squid yeah. ink.
2: Hmm. Is mommy all right? Is daddy all right? I don't know. Just need a little. <laughs> <Surrender>. <laughs> a little weird surrender oh don't I mean, like, give yeah. yourself away yeah come on uh
3: no it they, they had pours of it there but i've got a bottle uh look when when the sake mule comes up uh comes up new year's <laughs> you guys will all get a little bit of something sake claws <laughs> god oh, it's if i were better at art it, Casey was Drunk Santa, and I'm I'm Saki Claus. Casey was a liquor fairy. He was a liquor fairy, but Drunk Santa also worked because we we pitched both names for a
1: while.
2: Mm. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, Casey, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, so we have been camping like every other weekend, pretty much. So uh, that was what we did last weekend before we went up to see Bob um i bought a walk and i've started to do like stir fry while camping which has mm. been really nice especially with all the sake
3: i heard walking and i was picturing for <laughs> walking like we bought a small christopher walken he just
2: like as you do i kept this watch in my <laughs> kept this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my ass
1: <laughs> so it's been fun um Little getting a little outdoors here toward the end and now that we're getting down in like the 50s it'll be really oh, nice to oh, yeah. to camp out because it's going to be cold in the mornings.
2: Casey, you I, remember the last time the three of us went camping? And froze to death. <laughs> it
1: frosted.
2: <laughs> yeah. it, was, it got down <laughs> to the 20s and you were in a kid-sized tent that you had bought like on your way down but it ended up working out because it was so small that and, like all the condensation yeah. was forming. There was just like Water yeah. running on the inside because it, it was so like, hot. It was like a sauna. He, like Casey was like cracking. He's like, It's hot in here. And meanwhile, yeah. we
0: had like all the all the possible clothing one could wear. And like we're trying to like snuggle up to get like and freezing to death. Both
2: of us convulsing. <laughs> it's just so cold. Like we were like And Casey's like, I'm sweating. <laughs> we're like, yeah, I think the, the, f- the, only, you were the all... only
1: problem with that one was like we, we hadn't yet got our air mattress or we weren't back you know we were backpacking then so yeah um i I was i was with like a sleeping pad like an inch thick of air mattress which isn't anything and so the worst part about it was just sleeping on the ground but uh but that was like the coldest part the rest of the tent was warm (laughs) the uh
3: yeah because we've seen some pictures of the of the camping of uh of the twins setting fashion trends
1: oh yeah they they definitely are on the catwalk. <laughs> uh, it is uh, much nicer to camp with a 18-inch high air mattress king-size bed. Jesus. And uh, that auto-inflates.
3: Nice. Huh. Roughing it.
1: Yeah, but there ain't no way we could pack, you know, three 75-gallon totes into the woods. <laughs> yeah. Car camping's the way to go. Well, you yeah, oh, know, yeah. with yeah. kids.
2: That's, I've it's come a, to that it's, conclusion. It's a different
0: level when you have Additional, <laughs> yeah, people.
2: When it, when it was all of us in our prime, we could you know we could hike in a couple miles. That, I think I just... might
0: be dead halfway through at this point.
3: You could you could hike in with the kids. You just have to uh, you got to yoda them up and like put them on the back. I was and, gonna say, well, like, we could hike
2: in, in with them. It. We wouldn't hike out with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we wouldn't be bringing anything else either, and that's the problem. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I need my cook gear. <laughs> I need to look like a hobbit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, An array of a... cast iron hanging from your back.
1: That's <laughs> right. Well, when we, we bought a cast iron skillet, because I was expecting, like, you know, you get those cast iron, or you get, like, a skillet that you want. Like, your good skillet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I went and got on... Um, walmart pickup order I, I didn't go into the store i just did a walmart pickup order for a cheap skillet it was like uh, 16 inches that's probably about like a, a normal you know fry pan skillet no a 16 inch skillet is about the size of a tire
0: <laughs> <laughs> as you say 16 inch. that's like a large pizza
1: <laughs> yeah and oh. so
3: oh think of that think of that deep dish like detroit oh, style pizza yeah. you can make with that though yeah all the crispy edges on mm. oh.
1: yeah yep for sure so uh so yeah we we went switched over to the walk which was a little lighter it's a you know not cast iron either <laughs> yeah. still
3: guys 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 cornbread pizza
1: no i don't know <laughs> no
3: i don't i don't think the cornbread could it hold work. it yeah that's uh, true it is crumbly
1: well your your chicago style i think has some cornmeal in it doesn't it i don't
2: know i don't know i'm against or maybe it's chicago detroit style. detroit style does
1: has cornbread, in it. yeah, so or yeah. cornmeal. Uh, either way, no, the pizza's about the toppings, not about it's... the crust. Uh... That is true. Go, go, go <laughs> you thin can't... crust. There are some people you can't tell that to, but
2: uh, our as child, as long as we can all agree that it's not about the sauce, our child hates thin crust, mm. he doesn't care where it's from, he rebels against yeah. it. Yeah, he, he is was... a he
0: has decided what he's what pizza he's about. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
2: Well, how about uh how about you guys? What have you guys been up to? Um Chris. I don't know what the it's hell like,
3: what
0: Getting have old. We been up to?
2: Getting old nope. is what I've been up to. So uh my like going from sitting to standing, my knees don't like that anymore.
3: Nope. Yep, yeah, I'm there.
2: Uh so if you if you see me get up in the background, you'll see this weird bow legged waddle as I try to get to a fully erect position. Yeah, we're we're calling it the Riker. <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> because you, you, you can yeah go ahead straighten out your tunic
2: <laughs> yeah so if you missed the pre-show on news we were discussing how like all the <laughs> bob just went down this road of it's no longer the um oh, chuck well, norris jokes. chuck norris jokes it's Riker being like a giant <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah cause, cause Jonathan Frakes was ridiculously tall with back problems that's why he couldn't sit into a chair normally he always like <laughs> ran one leg over the back of the chair and then sat down uh, he uh he was so yeah. You know, he was also cause he was so tall he could do that you know he kept Jordy LaForge like in his in his shirt pocket when he <laughs> when they were offset. like they had to frame him weird to make sure everything worked It's <laughs> oh, wonderful
0: yeah, uh, what else
2: have we well, actually... Beaten. Oh,
0: oh Big Boy's like tie- Jay. Shoes.
2: Jay! It's good to see you again in chat. What is this garbage that crust doesn't matter? It's toddlers. toddlers don't. <laughs> they don't.
0: Crust, yeah, crust they get, matters I... to me, but I, I'm just saying that sauce is not important because I'm not a fan whoa, of whoa. too much sauce.
2: Sauce is important because you can screw it up. Well, don't say it's not important.
0: I don't like a large level of sauce on pizza.
2: We're not. We're not here to get into pizza debates. Yeah, no, um, I just got distracted. I'm just getting old, and I've discovered I'm either becoming uh, Robert Parr, uh, Mister Incredible, or <laughs> oh, I've, or no, or I've just, I'm taking a lot of subconscious aggression out on our cleaning instruments, because I have now oh, he, yeah. I have broken the handles on all of our Swiffers. I just <laughs> snapped the handles while cleaning, and I'm just, I was like, I didn't realize I was being so rough with them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I just yeah, immediately, the, my head flashed to the, you know, him slipping and, like, completely destroying the, the, car. the frame of the yeah. car door. <laughs> yeah, because...
3: Yeah, Chris. I will say the the getting old thing. I've had to send texts to my father recently of just like, this aging stuff sucks. Because like I'm getting up, my knees, my knees are creaking, my back's popping. Like I, I am not having a day.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's like mm. uh, a None lot of us of, are
3: even forty yet. Like this is uh,
2: discovering a, I'm carrying a lot of stress, and I, I'm releasing it when I clean. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I'm breaking everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a duster through the window unknowingly <laughs> soon. <laughs>
3: Look, we'll we'll get real concerned when you throw it through the wall.
0: Uh yeah, uh, we we really haven't otherwise but like we got Emmett's party figured that's next weekend. That's going to be fun. Going to I'll the say. pumpkin patch. Uh he's started saying weird stuff. Um mm. he he's he now starts almost every phrase with, "Well, what about?" And then he's like <laughs> And, and he, cause he's like, well, what about tablet? <laughs> and he says it like that. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> see, so yeah. when you
3: said he starts saying weird stuff, I was waiting for, you see, you, the way you can tell the world is flat. is that... <laughs> Well, no, not that far. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be a great salesman. <laughs>
0: uh, probably, actually. Yeah.
3: <laughs> goes he goes up to like he goes up to his uh uh his little uh 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 electric car toy car thing and just slaps the hood
2: this thing this baby got so uh. <laughs> you can fit so much poop in here <laughs> so much poop God <laughs> no our child still uh we have both bared witness uh daycare he will go. He will use the grown-up potty all by himself. Pull his pants down, jump up there, use it, flush, get down, turn the lights out, everything. And here, he will still drop to the floor and scream at us and refuse to go. Instead, you can be like, oh, do you need to go potty? He'll go, nope. Take three steps, turn around, look you dead in the eye, and piss his pants. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, I don't. (laughs) You do. Just puts on
3: sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, that's about where we're at.
0: Yeah, so right. uh <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> fun times. Uh, mm-hmm. On that note <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even the talk up.
2: Uh well uh you could also this is where our uh ah, the news, news show or the well, we now have news shows where our news segment used to be. Uh but you can catch out Catch this week's news, where we talked about uh, smoked grape vodka, and a boxed wine costume that dispenses
0: wine from exactly no,
2: where you think yes. it does.
3: And uh, oh, and then uh, awesome
0: Native American breweries.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, that was the other good one.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sorry, stole your stole your. No, you're
3: there. no, you're fine. I was going to get to a different one, but yours was a better, better, better story to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, check all that stuff out uh, on uh, Have a Drink News on its own separate feed.
2: Yes, and uh, I guess we can go announcements. Not everything's set in stone. I think by our next episode, definitely we'll be able to give you our New Year's Eve time slot, and that is going mm-hmm. to happen. We are we are down for a double time slot this year, back to back, two hours. The two hour Power oh, Hour. Because we hate. Can our I elves. can I make a suge- Can I make a request? to live that's no <laughs> can
3: I can I just not get COVID this time
1: I mean I mean you would have gotten it regardless if you were on there or not <laughs> I had already had it by that point I know I just just.
0: I mean uh, antibodies uh, in fairness
3: antibodies and two vaccines like you could fire a gun of COVID at me and I'm probably fine
2: let's not test that theory really... please no
1: a uh, COVID gun
3: the magic vaccine Uh, no no that's not
1: the way
2: speaking speaking of uh smoke i believe our topic has something to do with scotch Hmm.
1: Mm, i love scotch i love scotch scotch is has got scotch here it goes down down into my belly Mm -mm -mm.
3: ah yes so john winifred walker that's not his middle name sorry i'm still (laughs) workshopping middle names for him uh, no, that's, that's,
0: I, no. I'm going with that one now. That actually too, rolls off the tongue. That's too English.
3: Yeah, that's true. Well, okay. uh, John Walker was born in 1805 at uh, Toldrick Farm on uh, Caprington Estate. Uh, a few miles. Yeah, f-
0: there's some words in this episode. I apologize.
3: Few, Scottish. Few, a uh, few miles southwest of uh, Kilmarock, Kilmarnock. Sorry, uh, Ayrshire, Scotland.
2: Ayrshire. <laughs>
3: I was waiting for you to say, no, it's pronounced Steve uh, <laughs> <laughs> er-sheer. Er-sheer. Uh, oh like ace look they' they're, they're the acier they're there that's where they went
2: you're so no <laughs> if you ask, pretend you're a pikey, even though that is a you're going Irish with that, but it's gonna get you the right pronunciation you're in snatch, mm-hmm. try and say it oh, er-sheer. Bingo. <laughs> You got the right pronunciation, wrong accent, but but that's how you, I got had the, to, you got the word out. Yeah, Well, you said Pikey, so I had to do the Anyway, yeah. the Walker family, uh Chris. Uh Look, I'm determined to find a lineage connection <laughs> to to the the John Walker or the Walker Shortbread. Mhm. Hmm. Either way, i
0: would oh, be happy.
2: Fuck, shortbread. What about the Texas Rangers? Um
3: Sorry. The Walker family had farmed there for generations. His father, Alexander, died in 1819, and the family sold the farm. Their trustees invested the proceeds in an Italian warehouse, grocery, wine, and spirit shop at High Street in Kilmarock. Kilmarock. I keep wanting to think there's an uh, Kilmerock.
0: It's because the R and the N are like, you know, t- yeah. meshed because
3: of this font. Yeah. Uh, also, warehouse, grocery store, wine, and spirit shop. That's a uh, that's a small l- town.
0: Uh, yield Kroger. Well, saying. let's <laughs> uh, yield Costco because warehouse. But yes,
2: but
3: it was a source of income for John and his mother and Elizabeth. Uh, his mother Elizabeth, uh, despite being a minor, John was technically able to run the business himself. But he seems to have agreed with the wishes of uh, of his curators, his mother's his mother and uncles, that initially uh, it initially be managed on behalf on his behalf by one Robert Caldwell. Kilmarnock has their own uh, football club.
0: Yeah. Oh, six. Okay,
3: that seems you can't go like two feet in in the UK without finding a wow. football club of
2: some some ilk. Uh, Look, I needed to figure out their. I don't know. That one's taking me to the wrong Kilmarnock. Continue, all right. please. Uh, anyway,
3: uh, Robert Caldwell was uh, named the. Uh, 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 managed it on his behalf, named uh, the in the first surviving uh, inventory of the shop uh, shop stock and trade in 1825. While well, John learned the skills of the of the grocery trade uh, from him in the first few years before entering in the grocery business, it was normal for a boy to be apprenticed to the trade uh, for between five and seven years. Mm. Critically, the grocer had to learn how to select, store, and care for the municipal multiplicity of. Uh, <laughs> Mostly imported goods and instances where the uh, quality of this uh, was poor or had deteriorated. Uh, how to restore or improve their quality? Uh, the uh, the grocer's trade was not passive. Through selection, receipt uh, receipt of goods to preparing, weighing, me- or measuring, in- for sale, it required a series of sometimes highly skilled in- uh, uh, invent interventions. Sorry, I kept trying to read inventories or uh, inventions. I was like, nope, neither those are the words.
1: So what they're trying <laughs> to say there is, you had to know how to make spoiled food look good still. Yes,
0: <laughs> there's a whole thing in the book about like the the whole process around like displays and like it's the, a the, the whole. There's like two pages on
3: but a lot of the best workings oranges. of
0: a grocery store. But a lot of
3: bright oranges around your carrots, and they will think that they're more orange than they actually are. <laughs> uh, anyway, all of this was dependent on the understanding within, uh, within any category of goods of flavor, relative qualities, and cost. One of the most important skills, which uh, for some define the grocer's trade— was uh, blending, or the skills that enabled them to change uh, and alter goods by mixture, confections, and processes of simple possessions of simple ingredients, uh, of all the varied goods the grocers handled. Uh, few had uh, such an engine of uh, of change as tea, still at that point, ex- uh, ex- at this point, exclusively from China, until 1834, uh, and until 1834, 1834 sold in the UK through the monopoly of the East India Company. Tea had become ubiquitous, and tea, uh, tea blending, was at the heart of its uh, democratization. Which, yeah, you're like, oh yeah, like they're a grocer. That makes you think it's a slightly more modern than you go. Yeah, the East India Company. Oh, yeah, that
2: was still going
3: gosh. on. Mm-hmm. Blending of grain and malt whiskey was also common and well understood, if unspoken process, uh, uh, unspoken practice, uh, which is impossible to think was not influenced by the skill of the tea blender, given shared practitioners and common approach. Common approach of bending light and heavy, uh, blending light and heavy, the expensive uh, with the less expensive, uh, the good with the less good. In addition, pleasing both the customer and his pocket, there uh, there was another reason a grocer or a spirit dealer might choose to think of producing their own blends of whiskey, or for that matter, tea, in a crowded market. Over and above uh, service, including importantly uh, the offer of sales on credit, distinctiveness was the key. Uh, to both survival and success for john walker blending both tea and whiskey was soon to become the de- uh, thing that defined his business and guaranteed him a lifetime of success something that eluded so many others in the grocery business <laughs> john walker soon switched uh, to dealing primarily in whiskey since blending grain and malt whiskey was uh, was still banned so banned so he's uh, bl- both blended malt whiskeys and grain whiskeys. They were sold to be made-to-order whiskeys, blended to meet specific uh, meet specific customer requirements. Because he did not have any brand of his own, he began using the name his name on the labels years later. Selling a blended malt, Walker's uh, Kilmarock uh, whiskey. In 1833, John married Elizabeth Purvis, daughter of the gardener uh, on the Caprington estate, where his father had. Uh, had farmed by 1844. They had five children. <laughs> Margaret. Oh, yeah. Margaret Alexander, yeah. Robert, Elizabeth, and John I feel like they just gave up naming in the last couple. Uh, that's yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, 1815, Robert and Elizabeth, uh, uh 51. 51, sorry. Uh, 1851, Robert, and Elizabeth, uh, Robert, Elizabeth, and John were all still attending school, uh, though it's possible by now Alexander, age 14, was already working in his father's shop. Both Robert and John followed him into the family firm. firm. John Walker, now in his prime, mm-hmm. but unlike so many other successful small business owners, uh, he eschewed temptations of local politics, trade associations, and civil society, choosing instead to focus on his shop, his family, and his garden. Just like, no, no, like, oh, you should come down for the
2: meetings. I have work to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I've not done the research yet. I don't know if anyone else wants to look. I'm wondering if there are any surviving uh, labels or bottles with the Walker's Kilmarnock whiskey.
0: So the book has a lot of images, like, Like what that would go for. Oh, I don't know about the bottles, but like, I guess there's labels that they had images of and stuff, so I don't know,
2: you know, Cause that, what exists. If, like, if you could find one preserved somehow with the ink from then still on it, yeah, what would that be worth? Mm. Nuts. That's, I mean, that's insane to even think about.
0: If that exists, though, it's probably at, like, one of the Johnny Walker facilities. It's going to be at the
2: Scotch Whiskey Experience yeah. in Edinburgh. Yeah. The Disneyland of Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I highly highly encourage anyone to go there if you have a mild interest in scotch all right so let's let's get depressing uh John died at his house in Kilmarnock in October 1857 at age 52. for the year that's a ripe old age yeah <laughs> uh but most importantly let's remember John was a real man mm-hmm Johnny,
0: yeah, real
2: yeah. Johnny I'm Walker, a real, boy. A real guy.
0: I'm a real not, boy. not
2: like the uh, the, but a Scottish accent
1: on it. I don't think I can do that.
0: I'm a real yep. boy. No, I'm a real boy. I need to find the uh, that TikTok of that Scottish dude who just says words.
2: <laughs> the extensive debts owed to John at his death by numerous creditors. Make it clear that he was conducting a wholesale uh, as well as retail whiskey business, with uh, with substantial sums being owed by grocers, spirit dealers, and innkeepers in Kilmarnock.
3: and the surrounding and the
2: surrounding area. Spirit dealers. Ability to spirit
3: dealers sounds like it's more of like an occult thing than a. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The ability to offer and manage credit was critical way of obtaining and retaining obtaining and retaining customers in the grocery trade. It was also fundamental to building the business further. If John's inheritance had been a grocery shop, then his legacy uh, was a whiskey business with a grocery <laughs> shop
1: attached. A whiskey business. My business hell?
3: is whiskey.
1: <laughs> business. I'm, I'm thinking like a Tom Cruise with. Ris- risky
2: business don't 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 was oh, see i was thinking <gasps> i was thinking mike tyson whiskey business
3: biz- when he says when he said Man. risky business now i'm picturing uh tom Cruise sliding in in a uh, in a kilt and they're playing oh, wow. uh old time rock and roll on bagpipes <laughs> yes please
2: with this growing trade would have come an accrued knowledge and expertise in the field of whiskey and whiskey blending the latter, no doubt, partly transferred from working with Tees and with, the knowledge, uh, and with the knowledge and expertise would also have come expanding network of trusted business contacts. John's principal asset was his hard-won reputation encapsulated in the name John Walker under which he had always traded uh, the name that guaranteed the quality of every bottle of blended whiskey sold from the shop.
3: John Walker, Scottish blender.
2: <laughs> After Walker's death, uh, it was his son Alexander Walker and grandson Alex, Alexander Walker II.
0: Again, super original, guys. It just keeps... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the place names, Scottish AF. The people names... British AF. Boring. Just dumb.
2: <laughs> uh, they were responsible for establishing the whiskey as a favored brand. The Spirits Act of 1860 legalized the blending of green whiskeys with malt whiskies and ushered in the modern era of blended Scotch whiskey. Andrew Usher of Edinburgh uh, was the first to produce... Uh, I didn't put the right emphasis on that. Edinburgh uh. was the first to produce a blended whiskey, but the Walkers followed suit. Alexander Walker had introduced the brand's signature square bottle in 1860. This meant more bottles fitting the same space and fewer <laughs> broken bottles. So it's not a, that, so I think the, what's the, the myth is that it's so the bottle didn't roll away from you. Oh, uh-huh. oh yeah. It's, I mean, it's more just a packaging thing. So they don't yeah. shake and shatter
3: and he could fit them in there easier. Yeah. Get them tight,
2: tight, like a tiger. The other identifying characteristic of the Johnny Walker bottle was and still is the label, which since that year is applied at an angle of 24 degrees upwards left to right and allows text to be made larger and more visible. Back and to the right. (laughs) Back Back to the right. It's also allowed consumers to identify it at a distance. One major factor in his favor was the arrival of a railway in Kilmarnock uh, carrying goods to merchant ships traveling the world thanks to Alexander's business acumen uh, sales of walkers kilmarnock reached 100,000 gallons or 450,000 liters per year by 1862 God.
3: that's <laughs> that's a that's a lot like if 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 I, I feel like this is a a trend for a lot of like really old uh, uh, brands for for whiskeys and whatnot is like one guy started the thing is really got real good at making the thing, <laughs> and then he leaves it to his son who goes, Dad, you made a good product. I'm just gonna make sure someone keeps making that, and I'm not changing it. and I don't know how to run a business. Hmm.
2: So I feel like his old uh, East India Company contacts were contacting him, was going, Hey, so so you need someone to help you move that whiskey, right? <laughs> We, we, yeah. we can get that done for you. Probably. <laughs> Between 1880 and 1886, when Alexander converted the firm into a limited liability company, the annual balance of the business had more than doubled. In 1885, he confided in an old friend that if you would not think it too egotistic on my part, I may tell you that our business is increasing at a greater ratio than I can well undertake. <laughs> <laughs> Later, complaining that while other people are dull, it seems that my business doubles itself every year, and I feel sometimes as if I could almost wish it would double itself back, because it really, it is really more than one head can carry. Yeah, it's like I just sit back and money just keeps rolling in. I can't,
3: I
4: can't even even count it (laughs) all.
2: Well, no, I mean it's like the just to be able to produce it. Oh, yeah. No, I get what he's saying, but I just but it's, also it's like the like idea that like... he's like, it's
3: like, oh, man, I, I built this whole money
2: bin. I never even get to swim in it. <laughs> Too busy making more money. Hmm. If Alexander Walker was sometimes bewildered by the size of his whiskey business, the, the scale of growth it experienced <laughs> during the 20 years or so after his death would no doubt have seemed inconceivable to him. <laughs> As would have the value of the shares held mostly by his family and the generous dividends they received. Mm. Under the stewardship of his two sons, who even at an early age blended a formidable mixture of production, commercial, and marketing skills, the business retained its leadership of the Scotch whiskey industry. Seeing off close rivals such as John Doerr and Sons and James Buchanan and Company, Slow but steady growth was followed by an explosion of both sales and profits in the early 1890s.
3: That said, like I see that, and I was like, "Oh right, Doers." Yeah, if I'm gonna root for someone, it's gonna be Walker because Doer sucks.
0: <laughs> well, that's what, another thing. I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever heard of James Buchanan and Company. That's the thing, and like immediately pops into my head. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, I've, I've heard
2: of them, but Doer, I know. Like diehards for Dewar, like that's they're like they hear yeah. Scotch that's all they'll drink, and it. Mm. You're like, that's when you stop and go. Really?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's I I do not care for it. I might be able to get down some Johnny Walker still, but Dewars. Mm.
2: And Casey mm. for for your question when you were talking about uh, I think it was pre-show we were discussing the name or no that was in the the intro we we're talking about the names, It's Cotter Dew. Oh. Okay, cool. Alright then. Cardu. Katmandu. <laughs> no, think of uh, Brave. It's Mardu. Only it's with Car Cardu. Mar- Marduk. Cardiff.
1: <laughs> That's Welsh.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you just made it Welsh. Cardu.
1: Alrighty. righty. Uh, oh, uh,
3: Yeah. Sorry. I thought I saw explosion and I was like Wait, there was an explosion? Oh, never mind. That was explosion in sales. We just read that.
1: <laughs> You're waiting for another disaster episode. I am. In ni- sorry, 1893, Cardew Distillery was purchased by the Walkers to reinforce the stocks of one of the jo- Johnny Walker blends key malt whiskies. This move took the Cardhu single malt out of the market and made it the exclusive preserve of the Walkers. The output was to become the heart of the, uh, the Old Highland Whiskey, and after rebranding in 1909, the prime single malt in Johnny Walker Red and Black Labels. From 1906 to 1909, John's grandsons, George and Alexander II, expanded the line and had three blended whiskeys in the market. Old Highland, which was a five-year-old Old Special Old Highland, nine year old, and Extra Special Old Highland at 12 years old. These three brands had the standard Johnny Walker labels, the only difference being their colors, white, red, and black, respectively. They were commonly referred to in the public by the colors of their labels. In 1909, as part of a rebranding that saw the introduction of the Striding Man, a mascot used on their present-day packaging, which, which which was created by cartoonist Tom Brown, the company rebranded their blends to match the common color names. The Old Highland was renamed Johnny Walker White, the and a six uh, and made a six-year-old. The Special Old Highland became Johnny Walker Red Label at 10 years old, and Extra Special Old Highland was renamed Johnny Walker Black Label, remaining 12 years old.
3: I think I remember hearing they used to have a white label, and I I had forgotten about that until, I'm reading, until you were doing this. Like,
2: Oh, right. There's a reintroduced white label. Mm. That's Yeah, that's what I was thinking of.
3: Mm. That would have been where I heard
2: about it. I think it's like a reserve. I don't even know if it made it into our list of their products. Um,
3: I, yeah, I didn't. I
0: didn't. I list was the special
2: un, stuff. I was unaware of it until today. Mm. <laughs> you were today.
1: Today's years old. Yes,
2: <laughs> it was. I think it's called like Family Reserve or something like that. Well,
1: mm. uh, and everything that you try to find a Johnny Walker White right now goes to the White Walker.
0: Oh hour. yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, Johnny John Walker and Sons became part of the Distillers Company. DCL, in 1925 with DCL being acquired by Guinness during (laughs)
2: 1986. And that's when the world made sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ireland comes and goes, no, Scotland, we own you. (laughs) Guinness subsequently merged with the Graham Metropolitan to form Diageo in 1997. Johnny Walker had retained a link to its hometown by being bottled in Kilmarnock, but Walker's bottling plant there closed in 2012, with production switching to Diageo's bottling facilities at Leven in Fife and Shieldhall in Glasgow.
3: You'd have to imagine, like people in uh, in Kilmarnock were just
2: like rioting,
3: like, like we're going to was- closing down this.
2: Yeah. That's like the soul of the town. Mm. Yeah. It's like, wow, like taking a 200 year old business, finally, like ripping its last vestiges away.
3: I mean, just it'd be like if, if, I mean, they they barely make anything, I guess, at the old St. James place for Guinness, but they'd be like, you know, them going, yeah, we're just never going to do anything here again. Not even put it, it's gone. Goodbye.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. Not even a gift shop. During the mid-1950s, Johnny Walker took its place at the world's best as the best-selling whiskey in the world, a position it has occupied ever since, thanks in part to major investments in marketing. Mm-hmm. These have included the £100 million Keep Walking campaign. In September of 2015, Diageo unveiled Johnny Walker's biggest global marketing campaign to date, named Joy Will Take You Further. The campaign is based on months of commissioned research into consumer behavior and builds upon the brand's long-running keep-walking message.
3: (laughs) I don't know. Anymore, when I go to the—and I'm looking for scotch and I see Johnny Walker, I keep walking. (laughs) Keep walking. Shut up.
2: Keep walking down to that brutalotic.
1: (laughs) In 2000. 18, Diageo revealed plans to spend 150 million pounds on upgrading tourism facilities, including a new brand home for Johnny Walker in Edinburgh
2: Eatin and improved
1: I- vis An improved visitor center at four other locations in Scotland, representing regional styles present in Walker. The three-story Johnny Walker experience located in the former House of Fraser department store on Princess Street includes facilities exploring Walker's history, the 1820 rooftop bar that overlooks Edinburgh Castle, an event space for cultural activities like drinking, Mm. and a hospitality (laughs) academy. The ground floor retail space has a personalized area where guests can customize their bottle with engravings and bespoke label printing services, plus an opportunity to bottle their own special edition Johnny Walker in the custom studio.
0: I want to go there. Mm.
2: Look, um, I don't
0: care about the brand. Like, I'm just like, this sounds awesome. Actually. I
2: shopped in that exact department store
3: <laughs> before it was
0: this.
2: before.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, Okay. Before it turned into
2: yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a grocery store in the basement, and that's where we got groceries to go have a uh, picnic lunch in the gardens looking at the castle. Nice. So, Do good they, placement.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, like, uh, we, we can all agree, cultural activities should include, just be drinking.
2: Drinking and hating the English. I mean... <laughs> here, here. Those are the <laughs> Scottish cultural activities.
0: Yeah all right well next up uh it's something we've talked about uh previously on a news episode actually but um i learned doing this episode uh there's actually a lot more to it now so Hmm. jane walker uh and it starts with a quote because i just thought this was interesting but it's from it's from the brand jane walker by johnny walker a whiskey that celebrates the achievements of women and all those pushing boundaries towards gender equality wants to see more firsts for women
3: I read that as fists for women, and was like, I- "So you hmm. remember
2: the discussion we had about the Native American breweries <laughs> in the news, <laughs> and how we just needed to just drop every, yeah. every anything running in your mind, just drop it." I think in it, this kind of treads Needs, the these, same uh, waters. Yeah, most jokes
3: lo- not suitable. Was mean it as a joke. Just meant as a as like my brain read a weird
2: word. Yeah, and, and and our <laughs> brains work the same way. <laughs>
0: Fair. All right. Uh, so Diageo introduced a special release called Jane Walker Black Label uh, featuring the striding woman label in March 2018 for International Women's Month. That release was just a rebranded Johnny Walker Black, basically, uh, that received a mixed response from female whiskey drinkers because it was just the same thing. Uh, and <laughs> it's a good picture, though. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, though, which we tried to find this today, and I'm I'm sad that we didn't get it. But I think I
2: know somewhere um, I can get it, but I just couldn't get it over there today.
0: Gotcha. Uh, in 2020, the company took it a step further by creating the female-focused Crafts Women program, with releases of a new Jane Walker by Johnny Walker and a Blender Select blend from Bullet called Number Zero Zero One, I guess, or just Number One. Uh, this
3: newer Jane Walker. We're
4: number one. We're number one. <laughs> This See, your... I went
3: I went to the Nelly song. Huh?
0: Just went uh number one. Oh wow. Oh okay, that's oh, wow. That's a reach. Uh, this newer Jane Walker Champions whiskey from Cardew, which was run by Elizabeth Cumming prior to it being sold to the Walker family in 1893. This whiskey is a representation of that time and is a brand new limited edition liquid created by master blender Emma Walker. It's aged 10 years and is described by the distillery as, quote, featuring notes of ripe orchard fruit and white peaches, which develop into hints of baked apple and sweet cream with a lingering dark chocolate finish.
2: I want that whiskey. That was just described. <laughs> is,
0: this is what I'm saying. Uh, the whiskey is bottled at 41.9% and sold for $38 a bottle. For $38 bottle.
2: a bottle. I want that. That's I a, want that on the shelf.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why I wanted it. it um,
2: it sounds good for an affordable price.
0: This is, yeah. And it's, so, and uh, it's got a, um, a red label as opposed to the just you know black rebrand thing. Um, but so ad- additional from the, the bottle itself, the Crafts Women Initiative also isn't all about new whiskeys. In addition to launching the new liquids, both Johnny Walker and Bullet work to connect both its network of women that are making strides in the food and drink world. I'm super proud of this program. This is really a program that's about celebrating the diverse creation and exploration that's going on across our portfolio and within whiskey, says Sophie Kelly, the senior vice president of whiskeys for Diageo in North America. Um, Issuing an open letter in the New York Times, Washington Post, and the Wall Street Journal Jane Walker launched the first women campaign to celebrate boundary breaking moments and to support others on the journey towards a monumental first. As part of the first women campaign, Jane Walker and I fund women, which existed prior have teamed up to help create more opportunities for women to achieve their goals. Jane Walker will be funding a total of 30 groundbreaking women owned businesses through the end of 2021 Businesses will be selected across the entertainment and film, music, sports, STEM, journalism, and hospitality industries to receive a $10,000 grant plus a one-year annual coaching membership on iFundWomen. So, um, and that actually, when I was researching this, the application submission ended Friday. So, like, (laughs) yesterday. Um, I was like, wow, this is just definitely still active. Um, so I just thought that was cool because they not only were like, "Oh, hey, so this is, not, we're not rebranding this. We're just saying, hey, this woman did a uh, a special blend just for this, and and then here's this on top of it." And I saved the letter, um, the open letter that they were talking about in, that they published in a various you know newspapers, um, and it's got like. So many, so many celebrities that had put stuff on, like uh, Katie Couric and Halle Berry, and like it, I don't know, just like there's like twenty five or something of them. I don't know, um, but I just thought I just thought the whole thing was really cool. Um, and they they have a list of the grant recipients on there so far, um, and then since the applications were submitted, or the last date was yesterday, um, I imagine they'll probably have all thirty up in the next month. So. Uh, I just thought that was really cool. I was like, I'm glad they yeah. took this a step farther. Um, wow. Well. Yeah. So, finally, this is just like their other, I guess, standard offerings. Let's say. So I just went with like the year round. Um, you say because if you
2: went into like everything they've done, it's a lot of crazy.
0: Yeah, because then you get into like the the Game of Thrones stuff, and, and there's like, like
2: 19 a, Game of Thrones. They just, like they just done. put out like
0: two more. So it's, it's yeah,
2: which does I I
3: joke makes it fu- fitting for me like that was my that was my go to drink when I was watching Game of Thrones.
2: Ah, mm. there's a lot of people that were doing that, and I, I I wish there were so many of them. I wanted to get. I mean, there were. Oh no, bottles. I didn't get special ones. Yeah. I just
3: kept buying like when the show was running, I would just buy Johnny Walker Black, and I would I oh. would drink that <laughs> on Sundays as as I watched the show. Like, the whole yeah. bottle. Yeah. No. <laughs> One in time. the oh, one-hour episode every he was power maybe maybe he hour, it. <laughs> a whole bottle of scotch. It, those
0: episodes were a bit much. It,
3: it was two hours because I also watched Mad Men right before it.
0: Ah,
2: I just fitting.
3: Two-hour-long
2: shows and <laughs> just sit there. And whole wow. bottle of scotch and it made perfect sense. Fit both <laughs> both themes.
0: All right. Well,
2: so to start off with,
0: uh, I, the I red. I drink label. and I
3: know things, <laughs> except when I'm done watching. <laughs> watching my two hours. Uh
0: the red label is a uh this is non age stated blend, uh the best selling Scotch whiskey in the world, of course, uh since nineteen forty five. Uh it's primarily used for making mixed drinks. Ugh.
3: <laughs> About right. Again, who I, I I I cannot think of a good Scotch mixed drink off the top of my head. I mean, what's
2: Rob Roy? Never had a Rob Roy.
3: Yeah. Rob Roy, I think it does have Scotch. Uh, an old-fashioned, you can use Scotch in, but you can use any kind of whiskey in that.
2: Um, can we call that a too old-fashioned? <laughs> uh,
3: I, did, I did
0: toy with the idea of the the black label that we have of throwing um, this amazing Trader Joe's Spice Cider in with it. And I was like, eh, I don't know if that's really considered a, quote, mixed drink. Like, it's not an official like cocktail or something, so...
3: Yeah, Casey. Rob Roy is uh, scotch, vermouth, bitters, and a uh, brandy cherry as a garnish. But also, who gets a Rob Roy? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Uh, the worst mixed drink I ever, I've ever, ha- excuse me, worst mixed drink I've ever had was a rusty nail.
3: I was going to say rusty nail. I think also
1: has scotch. Yeah, <laughs> that was one that like I spent a good portion of my twenties after work at the Applebee's Bar and Grill. Yeah, <laughs> and I had the. I, uh, I was there with you sometimes. Indeed, I had the bartender, you know, basically run through the whole Rolodex. manual they had of all drinks, and and so okay, what's next? You know, we're trying something different today, and uh, that was the only one I ever sent back and was like, no, we're not doing this one. <laughs> <laughs> you can charge me for it, but I'm not drinking that. Nice. <laughs> and oh, this dear. is coming from, and this is you know, this is coming from a guy who. At Buffalo Wild Wings, when you say that you want it extra spicy, they give it to you extra spicy. Like literally, they put the the hottest sauce that they have into the Bloody Mary. Oh. And I still drink that, oh. but I would not drink that Rusty Nail.
3: I mean, in fairness, you're already <laughs> drinking a Bloody Mary. It's clear you you know you hate yourself. So
1: <laughs> I love a Bloody.
3: Right.
1: I. Mm. That's one of my top. I, I would give that in my top three favorite mixed drinks. But
3: what about the Bloody
1: Caesar? No, 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 nope, not as much. All right. All right. Anyway,
0: uh, yes. So uh, the, the for some reason the only information I could get on the black label is just it's been aged twelve years. Here we are.
3: That's uh, that's really all it is. It's, it's, it's red label but older. Well, yeah. it's it's red label with a statement.
0: Yeah, uh, double that black label. That statement is meh. <laughs> <laughs> Double Black Label made available for general release in 2011 after a successful launch in travel retail.
2: For those wondering what travel retail means, airports. Ah, yeah. Uh, the whiskey or was cruises. Cre-
1: yeah. True, true. Yeah. The Duty whiskey free
0: was created taking Black Label as a blueprint and then adding more peaty malt whiskeys to it and maturing it in heavily charred old oak casks. So, oh yeah. So that actually sounds so it's, like it's Black, black to, Label with
2: flavor. Yeah, yeah, I might need to find me some of that a double
0: black interesting uh green label first introduced in 90- 1997 as johnny walker pure malt 15 year old great name uh it was renamed johnny walker green label in 2004 green label is a blended malt whiskey with all whiskeys used being a minimum of 15 years old diageo discontinued green label globally in 2012 except for taiwan where the demand was really strong for it Uh, as part of a reconstruction of the range that saw the introduction of Gold Label Reserve and Platinum Label. The brand was reintroduced in 2016
2: and is again globally available. And we're going to pause right there for a a taste of what we're drinking because thanks to a friend, we have a small sample of this one and we need to go find it because I want this to be the trend moving forward with Johnny Walker. The the box and the label states the sourced whiskeys. Ooh, nice. They tell you where all the distilleries, where the whiskeys came from. And I was just like, immediately, me and him both like exploded. And I was like, if Johnny took this on as like, moving forward, they were going to do this with the majority, or at least with their upper labels, I'm in. If you're going to start telling Mm -hmm. me where they're all coming from, boom. Like I am becoming a gigantic fan. Like that one small step is a lot. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's dig in. Uh, why? Well, f- the two of you that have it.
0: Yeah. Um. Sorry, I was trying to find the, has, the stuff about it.
2: Yeah,
3: Casey, how's your scotch? Pretty tasty. <laughs> the, uh,
2: the fifteen year, uh, or fifteen year, the the green label, it's a minimum fifteen.
3: Can Can we also just address the fact that? that their labeling system makes no sense if gold oh, and, and platinum zero. are are below blue
2: like i feel like whatever yeah. sorry makes zero sense so
0: no you're yeah no well, no no, like... no
1: no listen here's the deal with blue blue is a very uncommon color and it's... most most societies actually Come up with the word for blue or blue last. Blast. Yeah, I watched this. I watched this video recently. I think we watched so, the same video. <laughs> probably so. And so blue is is like you know the end of it if you go that direction. That's why
2: blue and purple are the colors of royalty. Mm-hmm.
1: Purple was a hard one to to make yeah, it to die make, with.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I get um, like candied or brown sugar. Notes it definitely on the has nose. more
0: flavor than the black.
2: Does which it should, taste so good? Know.
1: Yes.
0: Picking up any smoke uh, or anything, Pete? Oh. Definitely. So there's... There's a there's a smoke character. There's a
2: lot more going on. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. There's, like... Imagine, like, flavor.
2: <laughs> imagine flavor. Being
0: there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Welcome to flavor country. Country. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, so I found the site. Uh, so they use reservebar.com a lot for... Um, like, that was uh, exclusively besides, like... In the stores, like one of the online retailers you could use for the Jane Walker. That's what this was. Uh, so they have the the stuff listed for the green label. And uh, blah, 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 Just go ahead and tell us right? what, what yeah. distilleries this um, is coming from. Drawn from the four corners of Scotland, it says. Uh, Talisker, which is oh. the. Uh, so Talisker, I don't know how to say this next one. Cal. Ka- I- Ila? Carol Ila. Sure. Um is that uh Kragenmore? great name uh and linkwood those are the distilleries that they are blended from I
3: don't I don't care for my brain sometimes because my brain simultaneously tried to get to blink 182 and Lincoln Park from from linkwood from
2: Link-more. Ah. Mm. huh so okay. I'm gonna say before like if you're gonna Give us the... Is there like a description of it we already did that. on that? No, I mean like the the mouthfeel and everything. Oh, uh, like no. the flavor profile that they give.
0: I don't think so. Or okay. if, there, if there is, then I'm not inside anymore. Anyway, so...
2: It still carries the same... I almost want to say light quality. I feel like that is almost a staple.
0: Because at the end of the day, it's not an Isla. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah.
2: It's still a blended... Yeah, you know, it's there's still a real light. Uh, you almost want to say Irish whiskey quality to it that makes it very approachable. Yeah. But the back end, like it hits the front of your tongue and it is it's that real light. You're like, oh, and you could like almost immediately go for a bigger sip. And then it hits the back side of your tongue and explodes with like sweetness and the malt and then the peat. There's a there's
0: a peat happening.
2: It's not like a log Like you're not going. Oh, you're not drinking a campfire with this. It's there's more sweetness than peat. It's more sweet s- than peaty.
3: I will say, like I, I have a little bit here and there, given given Johnny Walker crap for, uh, you know, not having flavor, or just being, you know, just a marketing company of of alcohol. But they are approachable. They are a a good stepping stone. Starter kit for uh, for Scotch drinking.
2: Okay, so I, I just nailed like in my mind. I think I nailed it. So think honey sugar like honey brown sugar bourbon mm-hmm. with peat, right. and that's really where this lands. I, I I wouldn't
3: I wouldn't kick that out of bed for eating crackers.
2: It's good. It's good, and you can find it find it for a reasonable price on shelves.
3: let I was say how much is the fifteen?
0: 15-
2: uh, I think this one was a pro- it was like 70 bucks for the green label.
0: Oh yeah, okay. So, at liquor.com has, it says $65. So, yeah,
2: that's about right. Yeah, I think I saw it on shelves for about um, 70. So, oh,
0: okay. They 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 specifically list a long smoke and spice finish that pairs nicely with a cigar
2: or steak. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be really good with a steak. Yeah, although
3: when I hear that, then I'm just like, man, that is a that is a bad for you day.
1: Mm.
4: Mm, that's
1: true, that's <laughs> yeah. true That's yeah, a great it, for me, day. since the green label is only blended malt scotch whiskeys, yeah it it does have a little bit more body is what I'm reading here and understanding yeah. yeah um whereas the rest of Johnny Walker's run pretty much has just blended so they could they could throw in like whatever they want straight, mm-hmm. like the liquors basically. Um, you're going to, I think pot still liquor in this versus, and I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what we discussed on, on malt whiskeys versus grain whiskey, which would be distilled through uh plate still mm-hmm. column still.
0: And, and there was some bit of, uh, about that in the book. Um, but I don't know. It was, it was like a, more of a back and forth of like people arguing
2: <laughs> what's yeah. superior all right so we're only like we're yeah, yeah just over so, halfway through their offerings and the is, next offering sh- i am very excited to try and get a bottle of because i want to so, yeah, i want to have is, some of this
0: next one's a gold label uh this is a blend more than 15 single malts it was derived Jeez. from alexander walker the second blending notes for a whiskey to commemorate johnny walker's centenary yes i was like when i first saw that word i was like wait
2: (laughs) look all you got to do is add something like oh like the they try to adhere to the notes from one of the founders of this brand and suddenly i'm like rock hard and (laughs) want it uh the next
0: one is um it just says aged 18 years so okay this is originally introduced as the platinum label Uh, It was introduced to replace the original gold label in the Asian market and sold alongside Gold Label Reserve. Though still available around the globe, the platinum label name was discontinued in the mid-2017, pretty recently. uh, Replaced by Johnny Walker, aged 18 years. That's the name now. (laughs) Uh, The two are identical except for the label. Mm. And then finally, um, as we kind of briefly mentioned, the blue label. So, Johnny Walker Blue is a premium blend made to recreate the character and taste of some of the earliest whiskey blends created in the 19th century. It's one of the most expensive blended Scotch whiskeys on the market, with prices in the range of $174 to
2: $450. And I think the bottle they have at Party Source is over $500. Yeah.
1: Mm. I've only had that one once, and it was after a long night of drinking. So So it was wasted on your palate. Yeah, exactly. I think I've been drinking Wild Turkey 101 prior to that. Oh, God. Oh, no, sorry, not 101. Wild Turkey Rare Breed, which is like 121.
2: Jesus (laughs) Christ. So your palate was just flames. You you just poured that back, and you're like, it's liquor.
0: (laughs) Well, on that note. (laughs) Drink with me, friend.
2: But I do get, so to say that I do get excited about blue label when it's like, it's meant to be a recreation of early 19th century Mm -hmm. blends that, that gets me slightly excited for it as well.
0: I think realistically, I say that because of price. Uh, the green is good. I would totally get a bottle of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, would you
2: say green means go? I'm going to punch you in the face.
0: (laughs) Uh, this is a Paw Patrol reference guys. I'm sorry. Uh, Um, parents so uh i would get the the green again that was pretty good and then i'm very intrigued by the double black Mm -hmm. um from that description
2: but but og black uh
0: the regular black's
2: fine so that's to say that's (laughs) what we were drinking through most of this we had so that's
0: what we had most we have so we have the the original the rebranded like jane walker it was just um, black
2: with the striding woman on the label
0: but again, based on the description, I would love to have been able to find the red. I know we saw it at some point. The it's a red label, and it's the new Jane Walker that they introduced last year. But um, again, I, it's limited release, and what are you going to do? Yeah. So, but yeah,
3: I started. I started from red, got to black, and then found other scotches and didn't look back. That's <laughs> uh, that's my right. poem
2: for you guys. <laughs> So my first ex- because it's a
0: stepping stone scotch.
2: My first experience with the red was after I'd been introduced to Lagavulin. But it was um was it after? Was it after? I hope. So, yeah, it was yeah. after um that because it was my Celtic studies professor gifted me a little like I don't know, one of the like pint bottles mm-hmm. at uh, graduation.
3: Nice. Uh, so yeah, uh, Johnny Walker Black, just kinda, kinda there. Enjoy You know, it, it'll get you there, but it's not, not nothing it's to write fine. home about.
2: It's, yeah. it's like Petey Irish whiskey. Mm.
3: Just, just think, imagine if you only, if you only got the red, red label
2: today. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, my, my thought was, uh, oh, someone peated my water as I was drinking it.
3: Yeah, that was the reason I didn't like. I would I I considered trying to go go to style for whatever the episode was today, and I I pulled up the list because I'd forgotten before today. I was like, yeah, we're doing something. What was it? Johnny Walker. Nope. <laughs> no. I got scotch you at can, home.
2: You can get two ounce uh, airplane bottles of it. Yeah, I could have red well, and I, black. I, but
3: um, I had uh, uh uh I had some I had some leftover scotch that's been 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 just chilling out too long on my shelf, they'm like yeah I should, I should get back to drinking more of this um i
0: would i would say um if if you've never had scotch before yeah try the try the black label
2: i, I, I would i would jump up monkey well okay <laughs> <all right. laughs> or no you mean uh it's probably more
3: monkey shoulder. Monkey, um, shoulder monkey shoulder is is if if i were to if i were to now tell someone they should get something yeah i'd say monkey shoulder See, I wasn't a fan of that one. Mm. For its price, I think Monkey Shoulder is a really good. Uh, I it, think it, it, it's blended too, right? Uh, yes. Uh, like it's 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 very approachable and very drinkable. So this uh, was a
2: discussion with our our resident Scotch expert, uh, friend of the show. We had a discussion when I stopped into the shop. He's the one who gifted us the uh, Green Label, and he said to revisit the Monkey Shoulder, and it's and he's checked the recipe, he said it's weeded. He's like, go back and revisit it. He's like, you'll find it almost too weedy for your for the palate. Hmm, probably. After uh, you've expanded your scotch palate, he's like, go back, try it, and he's like, you're going to find it slightly off-putting because of the wheat.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh...
0: Yeah, what have you been drinking, Bob?
3: I, I moved on to, uh... Greener I still pastures. Have, yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> Uh, I had uh, some Oban uh, 14 sitting Much around. Much greener pastures. Uh, I bought it forever ago and went. Oh, I still have. I still have a good, good chunk of this.
2: You got that for a um, yeah. A Ritual RMP Misery thing. pre-show.
3: Yeah, and that. Uh, so I still had some of that, and I'm like, I'm drinking into this today. This is. There's this is gonna be a
2: yeah. Ritual. Our friends over at Ritual Misery, uh, Kent us. they've been on a break for like an extended. Extended hiatus, and they're getting ready to fire everything back up. So uh, our good friends over at Ritual Misery, you can uh, find them on all your podcatchers, and they're getting ready to start cranking out new episodes again. And I think we mentioned it before; we're getting ready for new the New Year. Year's Eve streamathon they put together. So they've, yeah. I think, been trying to get that going mm-hmm. before they get their show back up and running.
3: But yeah, uh, oh god, this is this is so nice. This the scotch it's it's got bite to it it's got flavor it's um, got
2: style it's got class guys, yeah it's
3: like it 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 has that peat though like you take a big whiff of that and you're just like yep yep that's a uh, that's that's scotland land right there <laughs> it's history mm. but oh. now this has been been nice it's it's a single malt about 43 percent, 44 somewhere in that range uh and yeah that was when i went from blended to single malt i was like i can't go back now can i i have i live in single uh, i live in single malt land now uh i'm a one malt man <laughs> uh but yeah uh this is, I mean, I, I'm certain I've talked about this before in the show because I'm, I, I had to have used this for something else in, in one of our shows. It's, it's wonderful. It's expensive. Uh, mm. It, it makes me not want to drink it a lot because I'm like, oh, maybe I should save that for an occasion.
0: And that's the thing with scotch.
3: Yep. And, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you just look at it and go, yeah, but that occasion is just letting it go bad on your shelf. Mm. Treat you yourself. You
0: <clears throat> Casey?
1: Uh, do y'all have anything else other than the the green, black and green? Oh, the black as well. Gotcha. Um, I am having a green Johnny Walker as well. Oh, but have a it... different kind of green. Oh, I'm having the Island Green. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, so Johnny Walker Island Green <clears throat> was one of those scotches that they put out just in um, just in travel. So oh. cruise ship and, um, and airports
3: and a- on cruise ships. Oh, Casey's, uh, Casey's preferred
1: method of travel. It's my preferred method of travel and my preferred method of buying alcohol. Uh, because <laughs> you can, you can buy cases of, um, of what's the one that everybody's going crazy over right now from Buffalo trace. Oh, well, what the, uh... the one, um, the one that's in the has little toppers and the,
2: Blanton. Blanton.
1: Blanton. Blanton. So you can buy cases of Blanton at cost. On, everyone's on crazy for Blanton's and
2: 20-Year uh, Eagle Rare. Oh. Like, yeah. Those are the ones so, everyone. everyone's crazy
3: well, about. I don't
1: blame them on the 20-Year Eagle Rare on that one. Casey,
3: you're going to get me liquored up on one of your cruise ships, aren't you? I wish.
1: I'd like to go back on a cruise. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, we got the Disney thing planned. I know I'm not getting I a cruise I was for a like, while.
2: I was li- <laughs> I've been looking at Disney cruises, like the mm-hmm. Northern European ones. Oh, wow. Like, hey, let's take a Disney cruise to Scotland. I
1: don't know how that works. Um, They've got so I- Island Green um, is is very similar. Um, it does not have the same age statement, but it's generally understood that it's pretty similar to, um, to the regular green, except they pull their whiskeys more from Isla rather than from some of the other... Um, mm-hmm. Less smoky, less peaty regions. So uh, this I one better. is, well, if you like smoke, it's it's more smoky. Um, I'm a little not
2: saltier. A huge, uh, I'm not getting a ton of
3: iodine in it. Um, See, now all I can think of is Johnny Walker's fi- Johnny Walker Fiddler Green.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it fits in um, like a little bit of vanilla in the middle, some like fruity notes actually. So it's not horribly. Smoky, but it's it's got like a, a charcoal briquette sort of flavor to mm. it. Oh, okay, yeah. Um,
3: I I haven't had it, but I don't I don't mean to say say that like oh I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like oh, but it has a, a briquette flavor rather than a yeah
1: yeah. It's the the peatness goes more on that side rather than like leather smoke that that mm-hmm. side. Um, it's not as strong as a log of a or anything like that, but it's definitely approaching more than approaching that than many others. Um, with, um, with this one, Carol Isla, I believe is the number one malt that they, um, they kind of pull in for this blend. And so it's going to be the, the number one that's in there. But uh, let me think, um, Glyn was in there as well as I was trying to find the, um, Klein. Kleinlich and Cardew um, Mm. were the other distilleries that had it. But Mm -hmm. Carol Isla is the lion's share, it says. More Island Pete forward, and that's why it gets the Island Green name, because it's more Isla. Mm.
0: Nice. Okay. I mean, it sounds intriguing to me.
1: Yeah. We'll pour a glass. (laughs) All right. I've had it for... This is a liter size bottle because that's the way they do it usually on the the travel is is they do it in liters because that's how they track how much in taxes you're paying, Um ah. and so it's just easier to do it that way. Uh, but um, this one I've probably had two and a half years, three years, no, probably three to four years because COVID's been around for a while. Um Ooh. yeah, and it's only. Even after tonight, I'm only maybe a third of the way through the bottle, wow. so plenty to share.
2: So I had to look. Finally found it. So Kilmarnock is outside. I'd say Glasgow is the nearest large city. On the it's on the Firth of Clyde, which is puts it connected almost with Northern Ireland. So oh. if it, like if you're wondering about the Irish whiskey influence that. That kind of tells right? you. Yeah.
0: Okay. Also, I have to look at, like, when we looked up the Kilmarnock Football Club, um, mm. squirrel, squirrels are on mm. there.
3: Uh, I believe they would say yeah. squirrel.
0: squirrel. Squirrel. But I'm like, squirrel. what?
3: <laughs> it's, uh, there is, this is we're we're gonna into a weird tangent, so it's probably time to end the show, but I was going to say the, uh uh uh, 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 Mike Myers has a, uh, uh, used to talk about like how his father said squirrel and his father was Scottish to be. Squirrel! And so I can't, and whenever I hear squirrel, my, part, of my, part of my brain just goes, squirrel. <laughs> nice.
0: All right. All right.
1: Well, you can subscribe and get some great resources at HaveADrinkShow.com and follow us at Have a Drink show on social media and twitch.tv. Uh, yep.
3: Yeah, uh, oh, real quick. Uh, this episode was written by Brittany. Uh, oh, she mentioned yes, it earlier, absolutely. but uh, she did a lot of good work on this.
2: Wait, no, I mean, he did thing.
0: Uh, Good primary uh, source as
2: well. Yeah. Uh, are, a lo- yeah we're mm-hmm. going to
0: post this on the site, on the resources page. I need to update it. But the book is called A Long Stride, The Story of the World's Number One Scotch Whiskey. So,
3: yeah. Well, don't forget, you can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You can use the email address, feedback at haveadrinkshow.com, or you can use the feedback page on the website. Um, or, you know... Uh, send out a Morse, uh, Morse code message tapped on your on your nearby wall. Uh, I'm there. I'll hear it.
2: I wanted to make it.
3: I wanted you to make it outside your wall with a glass. Wanted you to, to make a
2: crack about uh, smoke signals, like peat signals. <laughs> <laughs> all joking fun aside, I'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly.
0: Yes, and uh, you can check us out in another couple of weeks for the next live episode. I guess that's going to be Halloween weekend So oh, yeah, oh, we're oh. smart um, <laughs> Once again I'm Brittany Lee Walker
1: I'm Justin Fraser. I'm Christopher Walker And I'm Casey Price, we'll see you next time Bye guys
2: Got to mention the post show Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this brawler.
4: (laughs) Show from Patreon.